0: you ready? Of course, of course. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nature Within Us podcast. I'm Dr. Justina. And I'm Dr. Sophia. And we're virtual naturopathic doctors on a mission to inspire others to
1: be their own healing power. Today's guest is Daisy, the founder of Little Buddha by Daisy, a skincare company committed to clean, ethically sourced and premium quality products. Welcome to the podcast, Daisy.
2: Thank you so much. I'm so
1: excited. Thank you so much for having me today. So first off, we want to know what the inspiration was to
2: start your own skincare company. So it's uh, actually five years ago. Actually, it started longer than five years ago. Um, My mom raised us to more of like a natural holistic uh, mindset, and ever since we were little, she always just gave us, you know, holistic medicine. She always gave us like Bach remedies. Um, that was always our, our first go-tos before anything else. And when I started um, learning more about what was going into our food, um, I, I started following this woman, I'm not sure if you um, ladies have heard of her, her name is Food Babe.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Follow her on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: So she kind of really inspired me when I started to like look further into our food. And then that kind of brought me to the rabbit hole of looking into our skincare. I I had no words for what I found out what they were putting in our skincare. So I decided to take a soap and candle making class just to kind of start doing, learning how to make my own stuff. And I ended up spending at least I think the, the class was only like ninety minutes. I was I was there for over four hours. <laughs> wow. And and the teacher we were kind of going over all these different things. They were just talking, and he was saying how this is what he does as a full time job. And I'm like, this is so cool. I'm like, I want to do this. And I remember um, calling my dad after the class and and telling him what experience I had. And I'm like, I want to do this. And he's like, then do it. I'm like, all right, I I am. And then so I started making my own skincare and and testing it out with friends and family. And then I knew that was what I needed to do was learn how to make skincare that worked. And that wasn't actually harmful for you because Mm -hmm. I think the skincare industry, they sell, you know, this is going to help you and your skin's going to be better. And in fact, it's the exact opposite, which blows my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A majority of the time I feel like it, it dries it out. It creates more things It suppresses things and takes it deeper in the body. I mean, the list goes on and on. And and yeah, if, if you can't read or understand what's on an ingredient label, that should be your first red flag, right? Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, your skin is your largest, largest organ. So you're literally taking it that all that in, into your body. And it just blows my mind, like the, the ingredients and the toxins that are in our products that we use every single day.
1: Yeah. And, and things are supposed to leave our body too. It's like, in an, it's an elimination organ as well. And so mm-hmm. if we're just blocking that ability for our body to release some of those toxins that are built up on our body and it, yeah, it just, it just leads to building blocks before it that are then also getting affected too. Which
2: exactly. just,
1: <laughs> I, I just have to say, you know, before we jump into even more, the gift box that you gave Dr. Justina <laughs> and I, was so beautiful. It was full of just amazing self care items. Like I now use the gua sha daily.
2: Awesome.
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed with the calm vibes body butter as well. And for mm-hmm. those of you who maybe haven't already checked out Daisy's website, like that body butter blend has has arnica in it, and that's that's one of my favorite favorite flowers and calendula. And um, for me, it's just it absorbs so well. The body butter does, like. Mm-hmm. I've had some that I feel like I have to wear clothes after so I don't like rub it off on things. <laughs> and like the next day, I feel like my skin is a part of my body, which I can't always say that about some lotions. I feel like it gets kind of caked on, but like for years, I really feel like it. I'm probably already speaking to you that already knows that, but <laughs> for, Thank for you. everyone else, I feel it really does an incredible job. And bar soaps, I feel like just cake on the skin yeah. and, and yours definitely rehydrates and, and just brings this level of softness. So, um, so that's my little blurb on on (laughs) my little short time of of using your products, but I just wanted to share that right away with, with you. Yeah. I would actually,
0: I would love to add to that because um, yeah, I, I received a similar gift box to Sophia and it was super lovely. Actually, um, right before this podcast, I like put on the eucalyptus chapstick that you had oh, in there. Yeah. Yeah. I literally yeah. use it every day. It's one of my favorite things.
2: <laughs> I think it's awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you,
2: thank and you, thank you.
0: And I just want to add to that because it it really does feel like the products are, are quality. Like I got the coffee scrub, and it just like it smells. It smells amazing. It smells like you know real coffee should. Like it, you're using organic coffee. Um, so it's awesome. You, you, can feel and notice that it's good stuff. So thank you. Thank you for that gift. And, uh, thank you for, for creating this business because it's beautiful. <laughs> thank,
2: thank you. Thank you so much. I, I'm so grateful that I get to do this every single day. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So We kind of mentioned that um, the skin is like our biggest organ. It's an elimination organ. Um, Why else is it important to know what we're putting on our skin? I mean,
2: at the end of the day, everything that we are putting on our skin gets absorbed into our bodies. And and there's so many um, products out there that have so many things like um, fragrances, which are, as you know, there's so many people out there with allergies, with eczema, with all sorts of different types of skin issues and they keep putting on these products onto their skin that's further irritating their skin and that's why I think it's so important to really truly know what ingredients you're putting on your body not only in your like eating but like on your body because it's going to affect your whole health and there's there's products out there that uh, are known to have cancer-causing ingredients there's products out there that have endocrine blockers Um, which just blows my mind that it's allowed in our skincare. (laughs) So I think that's one of the things that's really important to me to really, truly know. And not only um, make sure you have ingredients, but really know where you're getting them from because that's really important. So that's one of the things that um, I really pay close attention to is where I'm sourcing it from making sure it's a sustainable company that I'm ordering it from um, making sure that I do use pure essential oils or higher quality oils. So, um, that's something that's that's really important to me in my daily life. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important to put those care and thought into the ingredients and products that I make within my skincare line.
0: Yeah. Uh you mentioned fragrances actually. Why um why are they harmful? I, I think um a lot of people may not know why, you know, just like a, a smell or a scent could be harmful if it's in in a product.
2: So a lot of the fragrances are, that they put out there are like more of a chemical-based versus essential oils that are more plant-based. And a lot of the fragrances can lead um, to things like allergies, asthma, and so many other issues. Um, so it's really important to try to avoid fragrance oils as much as possible. Um, I mean, even in candles.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, candles, I mean, I, I loved candles. And then when I started looking into what was actually in there and what you're burning, then I was like, Ooh, (laughs) maybe not, maybe not worth it. Um, And just switching over to like an essential oil diffuser. Um, So just little things like that could really change uh, your life and your family's life as well.
0: Yeah. Um, What are some other things that people should be avoiding in their skincare products?
2: Um, So there's, there's a lot of them, but a couple of them are some artificial colors that some skincare uses. Um, a lot of times, those could lead to like heavy metals, um, skin ratchets, skin rashes, and uh, a lot of times they're in hair dyes as well, which is goes straight into your brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you're choosing to color your hair, just making sure that you're talking to your hairstylist and, and asking what actually they're using for your hair. So, that's really important. Um, the benzopine, which is a lot of times in sunscreens and nail polishes or nail polish remover, um, uh, parabens, which are in a lot of products today. Mm -hmm. Um, those are endocrine blockers, which can also cause cancer. Um, like I mentioned, fragrance oils, um, another one that's in a lot of products is dioxin. And a lot of times you'll see it on labels. It'll start with, um, ETH. First, Mm -hmm. um that's also a carcinogen and can also lead to birth defects which is mind-blowing because these are things that are made to tell us that your skin will look prettier or more
1: yeah
2: or more glowing or all the things but in fact it's it's literally poisoning you
0: yeah just a bunch of lies
2: (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly
1: Well, exactly. then you wonder too if those are in like the creams for pregnant women to help with like stretch marks and stuff, and then that automatically is going to the baby and
2: exactly
1: and causing those birth defects, which is that's terrifying to think about. So yeah, it's so important to to recognize those and and actually read labels. Yeah, do you, I mean, do you, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead.
2: <laughs> no, no, I was I was going to say like I mean even now today people a lot of people don't even read what they're eating and other food labels, but um it's just as important what yeah. you're eating to putting on, on your body. And if you can't read it, you shouldn't be using it or eating it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, our skin is so highly absorbent and that, you know, goes into the bloodstream that goes everywhere else into the body. It's just not something we think about. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, I did want to ask, um, cause this is something I've been curious about. Um, do you know how or why it's even, made possible to allow some of these toxins and chemicals into these brands. Like how do these companies like get away with it essentially?
2: A lot of the skincare isn't really regulated and um and unfortunately they're just allowed to put in things that they really shouldn't be doing. So mm-hmm. that's why it's just really important to be um really knowledgeable. And even start to, um, like one of the things I really loved about food, babe, is she started to go after these big companies that were lying about what they were putting into their products. So, you know, maybe you don't have the time, energy, and effort to to go after big companies, but maybe start putting your money where it's going to hurt them because going after going towards companies that are actually falling into more alignment of what you really truly believe in and versus spending your money on these big companies that are, in fact, just poisoning us with their ingredients.
0: Yeah. It's like the phrase, like you, you talk
2: with your money or whatever. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is what I was meaning. Yes. yes,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it comes to, I think it's kind of shocking for other people to realize that a lot of this stuff isn't regulated and yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to understand that things could be out on the shelf, out on the market, that are unsafe, and that you can like buy, you know, to use. Like it's it's kind of like mind blowing that it's allowed, you know. And I think a lot of people sometimes resist to that idea, or that thought that like, um, you know, things things are actually unsafe that you can buy at
2: the store. So, yeah. and a lot of times, I mean, another reason why they have to put all those stabilizers in there is because they sit in, the products sit in the shelf for a long time. So they, they need to put ingredients are going to make sure that the product lasts. Um, so that's another reason, you know, why certain ingredients are put into things, but it's not something that's really required or, or or needed when you're using high quality ingredients. Yeah. Are there
1: any other skincare lines that you like, maybe not just like the soaps
2: and the lotions, shampoos and things like that, but even makeup too. Hmm. Um, I have been using a company called 100% Pure, mm-hmm. which I which I really like. And they are more of um like a plant based and like they have like mascara that's made with like blueberries, which I think is super cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it just um that's one of the ones I use if, for makeup, and then everything else um I use my skincare or if I'm going to be using anything else, I'll always look for more of a local companies Mm -hmm. that I, that I know that are actually paying attention to the ingredients that they use.
0: What kind of ingredients do you use in your products? I know we don't have to like go into (laughs) full detail, but kind of just like to get an idea, what could, what could possibly be, you know, use like everyday stuff that could be used in our ingredients, you know, that are safe.
2: Yeah. So one of the ones that um, we, I just launched is our coffee and raw honey scrub which mm. I absolutely love because you could literally eat it if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like coffee, raw honey, jojoba oil, and a couple of different essential oil blends. Um, I mean, everything that you read on my labels is actually an, an ingredient that you could understand and, and know what it is, or like our body butters. Uh, it's cocoa butter, shea butter, um, grape seed oil, jojoba oil, um, essential oils, our, our, even our bath bombs, um, which are super hydrating. I don't know if you've used other bath bombs in the past. A lot of times I felt like my skin would actually be more dry Mm -hmm. after the bath bombs. And and with ours, we use coconut oil, baking soda, um, and cream of tartar. And so it's not going to give you that typical, like bath, like foamy bath bomb experience. It's more like a soothing experience. Um, and, and like I mentioned, I only use pure essential oils throughout the whole line, so there's no other fragrances. We also have an unscented line Um what's called Pure, that's great for moms or, or uh, expecting moms, so they have no essential oils in there, and it's just the pure ingredients themselves. Yeah,
0: I um I use the bath bomb, and I was actually kind of surprised. Like my whole bathtub was like. <laughs> Filled with like essential oils. And I was like, whoa, this is like a new experience because I'm used to like, you know, some of the bath bombs I've used are like from Lush or whatever. And yeah, and I think, I think I've read this somewhere that the foaminess is actually not like a really good thing. And it is, is drying um, so yeah, and my skin felt super, super great after I really enjoyed it. Cause, cause I was actually struggling with some dry skin. So it was like a perfect,
2: <laughs> perfect thing <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. Once you come out of the bath, you're like super moisturized for like a whole yeah. week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say too, you know, there's so much therapeutic benefits from just the hydrotherapy portion, right. That the hot bath or like the contrast with, with hot and then cold, but then incorporating therapeutic and pure essential oils in there. You're just adding to the layer of of physiological benefits and, and even mine too, like there's so much research and connection between essential oils and brain health and mental, emotional improvements. And so to have a trusted, pure Essential oil, essentially, in that bath too. You're just getting even more benefits, and and you don't get that from a typical bath bomb.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and, and that's what's super important. Like we have a soothing and relaxing, which is a, a lavender uh, yes. bath bomb, so it's super relaxing and calming, uh, which I absolutely love, especially before bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I'm a huge bath person. I I, okay. I make sure I try to do one every evening.
0: So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I try to do one once a week and that's hard.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I love awesome. water. I love my bath time.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's I your self-care. That's, that's exactly. how you rejuvenate. For yeah. sure. exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I think everyone should take like an Epsom salt bath at least like once a week because it's so good for the, for the muscles and for relaxation. And mm-hmm. if you work like a high stress job or if you're like exercising or you're an athlete, like, just yeah, getting in the water and like taking some time to relax is 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 awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, you feel so good after.
2: Yeah. And especially there's so many people that are so short on magnesium.
0: Yeah, definitely. Magnesium is a huge issue.
2: Yep. yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're all like nodding our heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, highly recommended take baths. I mean, our bath bombs also have that in there as well. So
0: yeah. I wanted to say, um, I got, um, a soap from you and I noticed that most of the soaps that you have, that you carry are made with like goat's milk. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what was the reason for using goat's milk instead of just like, you know, regular milk.
2: <laughs> goat's milk has a really, um, great ingredient to make your skin really soft mm-hmm. and it also helps your skin heal and it's also really great for people who have sensitive skin like an eczema and there's so many people out there now who have so many skin issues yeah. but i feel the goat's milk has been such a wonderful ingredient to work with yeah and it's just so soothing
0: yeah that i think that's an, that's an important bit of information because um i've had eczema my whole life um mm-hmm. so back then like people were like you know take, take an oatmeal bath or something, which is, it's like pretty moisturizing too, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that we just didn't know. And so, um, yeah, knowing those like little tips or like the natural stuff that, that can help soothe the skin is super important because eczema can be, can be so frustrating.
2: Yeah. And, and for me, like I use that soap for like my face and and Mm -hmm. normally when I used to, before I used clean skincare, I used to use soap and like my, it would dry out my, my skin and like, then mm-hmm. you would feel like you had like a weird coating on your yeah skin. And I, and it just, and then you had to like slather on lotion on, yeah. top, on top of that. And it was just like a whole chemical process that was happening. Yeah. And, and now when I use the soap on my skin and my face, I feel like you almost don't need anything because your skin is so moisturized.
1: And yeah. that's why,
2: that's why I love. Coconut.
1: Mm-hmm. That's something I noticed too, just even with the body butter. Like I would put it, I'd get out of my shower, my bath, I would put it on the legs, on my arms, my back. Um, because of course the Arnica, which you know was working out, those were the areas I needed <laughs> most. And and then I would do my skincare routine, and my skin has been so much more even because I used to have really dry skin on the sides, and then you know the T zone was always super oily. And so when I started in like almost essentially keeping what was on my hands before with the body butter my skin has been so much more balanced on my face and I don't expect that typically from from a body butter you know like we feel like we shouldn't be like loading that up but it absorbs like you said it really softens the skin
2: that's awesome thank you so much (laughs) that's amazing
0: so we talked about some of the ingredients that are in your products can you kind of um let us know exactly the things you carry. I know we talked about like some chapstick and body butter. What, what else do you got?
2: <laughs> so I got all the things. <laughs> so I, I decided that I um, to start making the things that I used on my every day life. So um, they are bath bombs. We also do CBD products as well as CBD uh, bath bombs, roll-ons for pain. And um a thousand milligrams CBD massage oil, which is amazing if you have any kind of yeah. um pain, especially after like tough workouts or just like joint issues. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as dry shampoo. Because dry shampoos I was finding a lot of them are aerosol dry shampoos, which I yeah. uh, they are very toxic for you and it's going straight into your brain. So that was really important to make sure that we were using. Um, Very clean ingredients, especially when you're in your head area. Um, Different types of crystal infused roll-ons for different purposes. uh, For like calming as well as as replacement for perfume, which is another category in itself, perfume. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) And what else? The body butters, the lip balms, which I absolutely am obsessed with. And I, I literally have one everywhere <laughs> <laughs> um, and our soaps and then we just launched a men's line. So we have a uh, woodsman beard oil mm. which, which smells like it's very like a woodsy scent which I'm really obsessed with and that has a, a men's soap and a spray and then we also just launched a facial serum that we match with our guasha, which I really love. That's exciting. Yes. Yeah. And like I mentioned, our coffee scrub. And I think that's all. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean that's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> a <good laughs> that's,
0: a,
1: that's a good
0: amount. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that you um I love that you add the the gua sha in the sets um not just like not just selling the oil but actually adding the gua sha so people don't have to buy it separately I think that's a really nice addition to the set and I was just it was just like so lovely to open it like oh like an extra gift
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and I think it's really important to even make sure you're adding it to your daily routine because I think a lot of people don't realize how important it is to use the gua sha because it actually helps move things into your lymphatic system and it helps um, your face there's so many people who are putting Botox with, mm-hmm. into your you're shooting chemicals straight into your face and, and instead you could use this n- natural stone that he has healing properties that could actually help with wrinkles instead yeah. of shooting toxins into your face yeah and so, yeah
0: no I was just gonna say
2: um So I'm
0: studying acupuncture, right? Chinese medicine. And that's where the gua sha originated from. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's, it was, it was interesting to know how they literally used the gua sha all on every part of the body. So a lot of, um, back scraping was used for the gua sha and then on the face as well. And it kind of helps like firm and plump and like, kind of like tuck, um, the, the facial skin and, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's an awesome alternative to, to, to Botox, even acupuncture itself, like facial acupuncture is really good. And um, yeah, I just recently saw some sort of new research that come, that came out that like Botox, people who get Botox have a, a more difficult time with like facial recognition too. And so like their emotional intelligence is decreasing because they can't recognize their own facial expressions and they can't like detect them in other people. And I thought that was crazy. It wasn't just like health that was affected, but like behavioral health too. So, so wild.
2: That's mind blowing. Right. That's yeah. So instead yeah. you could just use a <laughs> natural yeah. stone on your face. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. So it, I, I love using it every, every morning yeah,
1: is there something specifically in the stone that's therapeutic, or is it just like the coolness of it? Or, or kind of what is it specifically about
2: the stone? So the stone in itself, like crystals have a lot of which the the guasha, depending on if you're getting it from like a high quality mm-hmm. you know place, um, it's also important that you make sure that you're getting uh, a good stone because there's a lot of people who also are understanding that guahas are really popular. And um a lot of times they're not even real stone. So you're missing the healing properties from the stone itself. Mm-hmm. And um the, the one I chose is a green jade. So it's a it's a natural stone. And it's a really good calming stone as well. So besides the healing properties that it's providing when you're when you're using it, um it's always really recommended to put it in there freezer overnight before you use it so that it has that more coolness and it can help with any kind of puffiness that you have. Uh, so it's really important that you are using a, an actual natural stone in order to get the full benefits of the guasha. Sure. For
1: sure. Are there any specific essential oil brands that you would recommend? So I know you have like the facial serum, which I assume probably has some essential oils in it mm-hmm. and you have so many essential oils in so many of your products. So. Other specific brands um, that you
2: trust? When I first started, I used the Now brand. And like the Now brand, you can get at Whole Foods uh, and a lot of uh, natural stores. So that would that's probably the one I would recommend the most um, for the price points that you're going to get if you're going to be just buying small bottles. Obviously I buy very large quantities <laughs> yeah. of oils, but if if you're looking to just find a brand that you can trust, I really like the now brand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was actually expecting um, a different answer. Cause there's like doTERRA that people love and like young living. Um, and those are kind of pricey. Um, so I like that you have an alternative to, to, to those brands.
2: Yes. Yes. I'm doTERRA and young living, I'm not a huge fan of them per se, um, but I know so many people love them. I, mm-hmm. I choose I choose not to use those. Mm. Do you want to get into why? <sighs> <sighs> that could bring down like a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have just done some research, and I I feel like there's a lot of mixed information with with those brands. So that's just why I choose not to to use mm-hmm. them sure (laughs) and and a lot of times I I think you have to go with your intuition Mm -hmm. and and my intuition just has led me not just not to use yeah and I'm gonna trust it (laughs)
0: yeah yeah that's important I like that you brought in intuition I feel like we need more of that not just not just the science that you know sometimes changes the next week but yeah exactly yeah intuition
2: and learning and, and, and trusting a lot. I mean, there's so many times that there's so much information and studies and and like you mentioned, they switch every other week and, and just learning to really trust what your body is telling you that you need or don't need. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's really important.
0: I love that. I can have an, a whole podcast about intuition and how <laughs> I think we are living in a time where we're relying on science as if it was like a religion. <laughs> Yes. And um, yes, yes, miss, yes, yes. missing missing a lot of key points if we just, like, listen to ourselves. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: <laughs> I'm going to jump down the rabbit hole a little bit now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's do it.
1: <laughs> so one thing I know about when you compare Dutera and Young Living, which I didn't know about actually till I was in med school when I had aromatherapy done on me for one of my, like, Treatments that I had, because of course I was just so stressed. Um, and so I had, oh, there's an option for aromatherapy. I'm gonna do it. And they used doTERRA And I had been using Young Living for a few years and I had tried like four different other companies before I went to Young Living. Um, and I saw that like so many of the four that I tried before, none of them were now brand. I will just say that. Um mm-hmm they were causing a lot of like acute, like dermatitis types of things on my skin. Like my body was kind of reacting to them. Even when I like diluted it, it just wasn't quite right. And I felt like Young Living was the only one that I tried that was actually working on my skin. Mm-hmm. And then when I had the um, aromatherapy done with Dutera, uh they said, oh, you don't have to worry about, you know, putting clothes back on after and having them stain like Young Living because DoTerra's are totally clean. Like there's no uh, actual color to them. And that's because they go through extra processing. So mm-hmm. imagine you're going through all these extra processing things. So Young Living, it's like true extraction, right? Like no other thing to get rid of those colors, but then Deterra goes through all that extraness. And I was like, ooh, what else is coming out of it? Are there other therapeutic benefits that then we're not getting? As we know, like in botanical medicine, there's so much power and healing and some of the color that comes out of some of like, you know, you mentioned blueberries earlier, right? There's so much- mm-hmm different you know wonderful constituents that come out of just even the color of the blueberry. So I thought that was super interesting and again Dutera's has um has some great blends too like I don't get me wrong on that but I mm-hmm. found that really interesting when when kind of comparing those two which are so common and I feel like they're constantly fighting instead of working yeah. together
2: which which <laughs> is sad. Which is sad. I yeah I I agree and and I think a lot of times there's so many people like no you have to do this one or you have to do that one. I'm like, you need to do what your body feels is yeah. good. Yeah. Just, just because it works for your friend doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So just really learning on what works for your body and what doesn't.
0: 100% exactly. yeah. There's pros and cons to each of those companies to everything really. And yeah. so again, it's choosing what's best for you for sure.
1: Exactly, exactly. What advice would you give to someone who's looking for that anti-aging solution? I feel like that's like, with some of my clients who are in their like fifties and sixties, they're like, I don't want to get wrinkles. Like what collagen do you recommend? And I was like, there's so many <laughs> other things that we can do besides just taking in collagen. Right. So, um, can you kind of dive into maybe some skin or components or, um, ideas to, we t- already talked about gua sha, but what else is there out there for this anti-aging realm?
2: I mean, I feel like there's so many different, so many different things um, besides what you could you use for food and hydration,
0: mm-hmm.
2: paying attention to the ingredients that you use on your skincare. And so many people are afraid to use facial oils. I think we've been trained and, and almost like brainwashed to think that oil is bad on your skin. Like some people are like, oh, I have oily skin or I have acne. I don't want to use oils. And then then instead they dry their skin out, which is, does the exact opposite of what you're wanting because then your body has to overproduce oils again to make up for the dryness that you're doing. And it's like a a repeating cycle that you Mm -hmm. just are just doing the same thing over and over your skin and using oils or serums on your face will actually hydrate your skin. So your skin doesn't have to overproduce the oils and or even using um like raw honey on your skin is so healing. And the, and that's the reason why I put those ingredients into the products that we use, because it actually helps your skin regenerate and look more youthful without having to do like the things that we discussed with you know adding the Botox and all other things by really Using quality ingredients is what's going to actually help your skin be its highest potential. Yeah, I agree with
1: that. I think that's so beautifully said.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a lot of um, I have a lot of ladies that come into the acupuncture clinic, and they're like, "Oh, do you do facial acupuncture? Can you do it on me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of things you could do, also, <laughs> you know, at home."
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, and and I think people don't realize how much power you have to really heal yourself with mm-hmm. the, with the things that you're doing with the things that you're putting in your body, things you're putting on your body. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's really powerful how much we have the ability to really hear about heal our bodies.
0: Yeah. You said it. We're all about that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, you mentioned um, people with oily skin. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to I wanted to ask if there's a certain ingredient you find helpful for those people or um, like a certain routine that they could do for those that like suffer from very, very oily skin or, or more prone to acne. So kind of like a little bit the opposite direction of like anti-aging where people are usually more dry skin and like concerned with wrinkles.
2: So for me, I used to have really bad acne and really oily skin. And that's what helped me start looking into different things. Cause before I used to use every product and like I used to use like proactive back in mm-hmm. the day. And I remember like my sheets, like it looks like there was like bleach stains on my sheets from like my my face being put on the pillow. So I can only imagine what was happening to my skin back in the days. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I when I started using facial oils and facial serums that is when I started noticing that my oiliness was more balanced. It wasn't as intense. And because I did have combination skin, I would have oily spots and dry spots. And when I started using the, the serum, or even like in winters, if my skin was a little bit more dry, I would use a little bit of the body butter. You don't want to use too much, because then it gets to be a little too heavy in your skin. But those ingredients are so hydrating for the skin, so your skin doesn't have to overproduce the oil when we're since we're drying it out so much. Everyone thinks that they need to dry out their skin but you're doing the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Or <clears throat> even people with acne just using raw honey while you're showering is amazing because it actually helps your skin heal. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who had cystic acne and she used to get actually injections in her into her face to help with the acne and nothing that didn't even work. And it worked like short-term and then she started using raw honey and her skin actually healed. Wow. Which is incredible mm-hmm. that you, get, that raw honey has so many healing properties. And, and that's why I use it in our facial scrub. So I think it's so, it's such a beautiful ingredient on mm-hmm. and so many different levels. Do you think
1: that there's like a hormonal component too with acne, or do you feel like if you have those
2: quality ingredients that also helps the hormones? That's a, good, that's a good question. I, I think it's I think they both are intertwined into into each other. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important to, you know, go and check out your hormones and, and see where you're at. Because I think so many people are even taking like birth control, which really is a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, yeah. you know, could also alter your hormones. And, and then the things that we're eating could alter your hormones, um, your emotions. I mean, I think there's so many different levels of. You know what causes certain issues within your body, but if you are trying to help your body heal from the from the outside, you know there are little steps that you can take to to help your your body as much as you can with the things that you put on the body as well as what you put in the body.
1: Yeah. Well, Justina and I both kind of own our own business, and so I'm kind of wondering what has been the Biggest blessing and the biggest struggle for you with having your own business, running it, being your secretary, being your own, (laughs) your own woman, right? Your woman owned. So, yeah, kind of dive into that for us and maybe inspire some other people who are thinking about maybe starting their own.
2: Well, um, actually, this week is my five-year anniversary of being in business. Yeah, (laughs) so it's it's been such a journey. Uh, If the one advice I would give, well, I mean, there's many pieces of advice. It would be to really go for it mm-hmm. because it is one of the most scariest yet fulfilling things I've ever done. I mean, prior to this, I was working in in the corporate world or finance for about 14 years. And when I decided to make the leap, everyone thought I was a little crazy. <laughs> and I knew... That I had faith in this because I felt like it was my calling, and I and I felt if 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 I didn't have if this wasn't meant for me, I wouldn't have had the calling. Mm-hmm. So I really believe that your higher self is what's guiding you, and if your higher self is telling you to do something, there's a reason for it. And I think one of the biggest things for me in the transition process of starting my business is building a community of like-minded people who are going to be there for you to cheer you on to be your support system because as an entrepreneur sometimes it feels really lonely mm-hmm. and sometimes it gets really scary and there might be people around you like friends and family who who do love you and have your best intentions in heart but maybe they don't understand you know the entrepreneur process and they might tell you not to do it or they might say it's not safe or it's not a good idea or maybe get a part-time job or all, all of the, all of the things that they tell you. And I, and I think those are things that they're trying to tell you out of, you know, love, but um, really like we mentioned, you know, trusting your intuition and and going all in and having that support um, is something that's really helped me and, and investing into um, people who can guide you, like having a business coach. I, mm-hmm. I wish I would have done that way you know, sooner in my journey, but now I have a business coach. I have like-minded people surrounding my surrounding me. I'm joining so many um, networking groups for women-owned businesses. And it's so inspiring to be surrounded by those people who are on the same journey and mindset as you. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing because it is, it it can be a scary journey at times, but also invigorating journey. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Are those communities ones, like, in your local mm-hmm. town and city, or is this, like,
2: virtual? Uh, for a long time, it was virtual. And mm-hmm. now I am branching out to do more in-person things with a lot of groups. Like, I've met uh, different groups on Meetup. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone's familiar with the group Meetup. Yep. And uh, as well as joining Facebook groups and just being open and receptive to different types of groups. And also I I recently am joining the chamber here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So it's really about getting out there and putting yourself out in the world to meet people that are Mm -hmm. like-minded. And I also think sometimes even from your own community, those options and opportunities become available. So it's really cool once you actually... Put yourself out there. What you'll find.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome advice. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were talking before this um, about because Daisy, you live in beautiful Tennessee, and you have hiking trails and and all these amazing places to to yeah. go before you even start your day. Um, I'm kind of curious: have you ever been on a walk or a hike and been inspired to create one of your products? And I'm kind of curious which one, if you have.
2: Oh, good question. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. I mean, a lot of the products that I have made were created before I came here, but one of the things, the, the most recent one was the coffee scrub. And when I started doing more research about honey and the benefits, I ended up finding a local honey bee farmer who's actually in the same town as me. And so that's Mm -hmm. where actually his uh, honey comes from. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of cool that while I'm out hiking, it's like, oh, the bees that are here are making the honey that we're going to be using. So it's (laughs) it's it's, it's really cool. And even and even the coffee the coffee is ground from a local company here in Chattanooga as well. Love it. Super sweet. (laughs) It's all
1: connected. It's all connected.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it is. It is. It is.
1: For someone who's never used your products, which item would you recommend that they try
2: first? I would say our soaps. Our soaps are a really wonderful way just to show how amazing the ingredients are themselves. And it's really easy. A lot of times, other people can be intimidated by more of like the, like sometimes a lot of people don't take baths, which I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Love baths. Um, But, you know, even it or even if you're not a bath person, you could even use our bath bombs as foot baths. So that's also another great way to use those. But I would say our soaps are probably a really wonderful way to start looking into more of a clean skincare.
1: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And you have goat's milk in those, right? Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. all goat's
2: milk. Yes, they're all goat's
1: milk. I'm going to be I'm going to be having goats here in a few months. So maybe we can connect. How,
2: How exciting. Maybe that's you so can awesome. get some
1: of the, the milk that we make and, and incorporate that too. Maybe we'll have to talk about that another time. Yeah. No. That, that's <laughs>
2: awesome. How exciting. Another. Yeah. How cool. Would you
0: mind sharing your own personal skincare routine? Of course. So
2: when I wake up, I wash my face with the breathe soap, which is one of my favorites. It's like a minty soap. And then I do the coffee scrub and then, after once I get out, that's all while I'm in the shower. And then, when I get out, I do the facial serum and then I do the guasha for about five to 10 minutes in the mornings. And then I also use the dry shampoo if need be, whenever I'm trying to extend and not have to shower every single day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I use our Breathe Body Butter for my lotion throughout my whole body. Mm-hmm. So that's what I use every day and then in the evening, our bath on. So. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> they're,
2: they're sprinkled throughout the whole day.
0: Yeah. Super simple. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Not, not too much of cleansing, moisturizing, taking off, putting on just very simple.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of times we're, we're trained to think that we need all these different products and that's not really true. You just need products that have clean ingredients that will actually work.
0: Yeah. Or just honey you know yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty exactly. sure most of us have good honey somewhere in yeah. our home
2: exactly <laughs> exactly exactly and, and using then, raw using raw honey is, yeah. is what's in, in important
1: so yeah yeah and just even as nature like our naturopathic philosophy is to like have the foundational basics down and so like if our skin has these foundational basics in what we're using then we're going to have more clarity of skin and, and things like that. But there's, you know, like J- Dr. Cena just said, it's like, if you have a moisturizer and an exfoliant and then, a cl- you know, all, all of those things, it's, is that building up your skin or is it, is it actually tearing it down? And then it, it makes me think about all the years that I spent on so many hundreds of dollars <laughs> of products, you know, and, and, in different kinds. So um, yeah, the, the simplicity I think is also extremely appealing. And, and, and yeah. let the quality, like you said.
2: Exactly. And, and I think that is the core of what we need to do is just bring in more simple things. It doesn't need to be extravagant and as close to nature as we can. Yeah. It would be the best. Yeah.
1: And, and that's what we were designed for. We weren't designed for synthetic things. Like our ancestors nope. used literally everything from nature and it's, that's, you know, the, the biofrequencies from it too, are just providing so much healing.
2: Exactly.
1: I agree. Well, let's transition into the final part of our podcast, which is our rapid fire favorites. This is where we ask four questions that we're eager to know about you. So Daisy, what's your favorite food or
2: restaurant? What's my favorite food? Let me see. I, um, I love Mexican food. <laughs> Um, I, I think that is one of my favorite things. Um, my family is from Mexico. So I really love anything that's spicy, mm-hmm. it's totally up my alley. <laughs> that's a good answer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what book are you currently reading or what is your favorite book?
2: I just got a book about the worlds of Atlantis and Lemuria, so like the mm-hmm. ancient civilizations. Mm-hmm which is totally mind-blowing, um, mm. which that would take me down another rabbit hole. But it, it's an amazing book. Normally, that's not the kind of books that I read. I'm, I really, really love reading like self-help books or business or business books. So this one's kind of like a nice break and learning about the civilizations. It's, it's really been really super interesting.
0: I'm all about it. You're going to have to give me the title and author after this. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You may even like the show, um, ancient apocalypse. It has yeah. Graham Morton, uh, Oh, not, okay. uh, Graham Hancock. Sorry. Um, yeah, he, that that's on Netflix. It's just all about these ancient civilizations and kind of like in a way, like finding the actual truth of, of history instead of what has already been written. That's actually been pretty much an agenda <laughs> and pretty and, much yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. so you may find that interesting yeah and he's a great speaker he's been on joe rogan multiple times and and just awesome my husband told me all the, like you gotta listen to this guy and i was like okay okay and then i did i was, I was like down. whoa my mind was blown yeah, <laughs> and then she sent them to
0: me and then my mind was blown
2: <laughs> <laughs> i know uh, sometimes i watch those and i'm like oh boy but i just go down a whole little thing. But yes, I will add that to my list.
1: <laughs> what has been your
2: favorite
1: travel destination so far?
2: Uh, I would have to say one of the most life-changing ones was when I went to Peru. Mm-hmm. And that was that was shortly after I left my career and do my business full-time. After the holidays, then I went to Peru for two weeks. And it was a life-changing experience. Like to to be in Machu Picchu and be in that energy and, um, and then and part of the other part of the retreat, we did a five day silent retreat where we had no no talking, no phones, no mm-hmm. reading, no music. All we had was a journal. Wow, for five I days. love that. It, it's like yeah, a it
0: was, like a vipassana kind of thing.
2: Yeah, it it was incredibly healing, and it was such a life changing experience.
0: Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I bet the energy is crazy in Peru.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I can feel it through like photos. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, there's no words for, for what you feel when you're there and Mm. and seeing, and seeing Machu Picchu. And that was just incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: what healthcare professional or really just anybody do you look up to the most or has
2: been your biggest role model? I would have to say there's two people, one of them being my mom. She is an absolutely amazing woman. And she raised our whole family to be in this different, I feel like, vibration. That is not something that I find very common. Like our whole family is Reiki attuned, which is, mm-hmm. I think, something that you don't see. I think it's really awesome. And my sister, which is uh, Dr. Melissa Batans. And she's a, she's a naturopathic doctor as well. And I think she's absolutely incredible and she really truly breathes what she practices, which I think is super important. Yeah. Uh, So I think those two would be the most inspirational people I would have to say. Mm
0: -hmm. I love, I love that. It's family. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs)
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much, Daisy, for joining us. This completes our podcast for today.
1: Thank you so much, Daisy. This was this was awesome. We totally dove into skin, which we haven't <laughs> done yet. So I, I, <laughs> I loved and and again, I'm a firm believer in your products, and I've recommended them to some of my clients too. So I am, um, I'm just so thankful for a a business and the products that you make. It just is it's inspiring. So thank you. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be
0: on your podcast, but thank you so much. Yeah, it was super lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Daisy. And best of luck to everything that you do. And can't wait to see more things come out.
2: Thank
1: you. Our next guest will be Dr. Nari, a naturopathic doctor, acupuncturist, dietitian, and certified nutrition specialist whose passion is in optimizing gut health.